Welcome to my Zen Post-Op Life, the podcast where we discuss everyday problems and everyday issues and how we can use a little mindfulness to help us grow. My name is Jonathan, and if you're new to the podcast, check out the first few episodes. Get a breakdown of what started me on my own personal journey. For those returning, welcome back. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hope everyone's doing well. So... Last week, we began our quick overview of the Eightfold Path, and I forgot to mention one thing, and that is that each part of the Eightfold Path is needed to understand the whole path as a whole. So, for example, this week, we're going over right intention. We need to understand right view to understand right intention, same way as we need to understand right intention to understand right speech. As we continue on our journey through the Eightfold Path, you'll start to notice how one leads towards another. And just how in life we're all connected, the path needs all of its parts to work. We can't just focus on one part of the Eightfold Path and expect everything to be okay. We can't focus on right mindfulness, for example, and expect our suffering to stop or for us to become enlightened. Now that I've said that, let's jump into this week's part of the Eightfold Path, which is right intention. So what's right intention? How does this fit into our journey we call life? So. Right intention is a state of mind. It's being able to understand our emotions and our heart. So by using right view, we can see which ones of our thoughts are true with the cloud that believes or beliefs that delusions may impair us to see. The Buddha broke right intention into three parts, non-ill will, non-harm, and renunciation, or we can call it non-greed. Each part can be applied to certain thoughts that may arise in our minds. And if we can catch them and we can apply right intention, we can change the way we think until it becomes part of us. So let's start off with non-ill will. To have non-ill will is to not have anger or negative thoughts towards ourselves and others. This may come across when we have disagreements. See, we need to strive to understand that we all want to do better. And sometimes people just don't agree, and that's okay. But just because of that disagreement doesn't mean that we can want ill will towards someone else. To stop this, we must do the opposite of ill will, which is goodwill. To show goodwill, we must be able to show love, even when it may not be the easiest thing to do. At least for the fact they are living beings, we should show love. Now, am I saying it's always going to be that easy to show love openly and freely? No. To repress or force an emotion is to lie to oneself and to others. And in turn, we're basically lying, hurting ourselves and hurting the other person. See, the translation is non-ill will, not goodwill. That means if we can't show goodwill, then being neutral is fine. As the Dalai Lama once said, our prime purpose in life is to help others. And if you can't help them, at least don't hurt them. We can, we can use that same quote to understand the next part, which is non-harm. Sometimes when we're upset, we start to think about hurting someone. Now, I'm not necessarily saying physically, but emotionally or financially. But we need to stop ourselves from thinking this way by showing compassion and asking ourselves, what if it was me? And we need to understand that we all suffer in this life, for it's the first noble truth, which is life is suffering. This is towards all living beings, not just humans. 
You know, sometimes we may see a bug floating around in our rooms and the first thought that comes into our mind is, yo, I'm gonna go smash that bug. I'm gonna go get my fly swatter and I'm gonna swat that bug. And that onto itself is wrong, doing harm to someone else. So it's obvious to most that hurting someone isn't bad, but we need to understand our thought process so those thoughts don't even arise. The last part is renunciation or non-greed. See, greed comes from desire, our negative desire for something. So this may be a desire to take something that doesn't belong to us or a desire to lie to get where we need to be, our desire for money and wealth. But we can counter this by being honest, even when they may not be ideal, by being generous when we have more than we need. Now, am I saying give up all desires and pleasures? No, it's okay to make money and it's okay to indulge at points. But the Buddha made a quick distinct, a big distinction between lay practice and monastic practice. So we need to understand why, why we think what we think. And we need to understand our intention behind our actions and our thoughts. So this wraps up this week's episode. If you like this content, leave a good review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget to share. And if you could leave a donation towards improving this podcast, please do. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at BaseMonkey1990. And remember, be mindful, be present. For the only now that exists and tomorrow's never here. Spread the word. Spread love. Peace.